Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Titus, and I'm so thankful and grateful that you are here today. So thank you so much for tuning in and pressing play on today's episode. We are going to kickstart a kind of brand new series that is, isn't going to come every week to the podcast, but definitely kind of throughout, maybe, I don't know, we'll see, once a month, maybe. <laughs> um, but I've started doing more on social media with kind of like five ways. Like I, I love posts, and this is just a personal preference of mine. Um, But I love posts that are like, hey, three takeaways or five ways, right? I just think it's really easy to like focus on. And I don't know about you, but after a day (laughs) in the school building, I need simple things to read and understand. And so um, I've been really loving putting those out there. You guys seem to be loving them and receiving them and sharing good content or sharing good questions and, and comments on them. And so what I thought I would do is, you know, because online, right, on Instagram or Facebook, you're limited by like the number you can post, right, the the number of words. And sometimes you just don't want to post more because it gets a lot to read, right? turns in almost to like a blog post. But I thought, what if I take these concepts and they become a podcast episode? Because I can certainly talk about them and give a little bit more information for those of you that might want to take it like that next step farther or might want to say like, okay, I understand this at like the knowledge level, but how do I implement it? Like, what does that look like? And so that's what we're going to do here today. We're going to do one that I did that was called five ways to decompress after a challenging day because I don't know about you, but I've had quite a few of them lately. Um, There has been many tears. (laughs) Uh, Just keeping it real with you guys. Um, Wow, it has been a challenge. Um, And to the point that the other day, I, I, I asked separately, I asked my my own principal and I also asked a friend of mine who's a former administrator and um, I'm going to share that part first. So I, I was talking to this person online and I just said, so is February, and I didn't even get the question out, which was ultimately going to be like, is February always a really difficult month as an administrator? And I got, is February, and he just laughed and he stopped me and he said, yes. yes. Like he knew exactly where I was coming from. And that made me feel a lot better. (laughs) That made me feel that whole like, oh, it's not just me. (laughs) Um, Because as I've shared, you know, I'm in year two. So technically this is my second February as an AP. But in all honesty, I don't remember much of last year because it was such a difficult year. A whole, I could do, that was a difficult year, not just difficult days um, with, you know, the, the pregnancy, first year administrator, all the things trying to go on. So I don't really remember February. Um, but this one, oh, I have been very present. And I think that's why I'm emotionally, um, I'm feeling a lot more emotionally defeated this time around because I'm like, this is a lot. Um, but ultimately too, my principal said the same thing. Um, you know, we, and, and February for us, it, yes, it's the shortest month of the year, but it's also short for us. We have a week break. So we're currently on February break right now as I'm recording this. And 
I do think, I think those months where you have time off is, is almost sometimes more difficult because you aren't in the flow, right? You're in this like, okay, we've got this and I got to get this done and, and there's assessments and there's just all the things. So I don't need to go into that though. If you're an educator listening to this, you get it, you live it, you breathe it. So what I want you to do instead right now is celebrate it. I want you to celebrate all that you've gone through this month, this day, this hour, wherever you feel comfortable celebrating, I want you to celebrate the heck out of it because that, my friends, is the work that we do and your compassion drives everything that you do and I want you to celebrate that heart, that big old heart of yours that you have, that I know you have. So, all right, we've done that. Phew, all right, we've gone over February. <laughs> Let's actually get into the, the meat and potatoes, if you will, of today. So, as I mentioned, I, I, I wrote this, actually, when did I write this? Let's see, one week ago. So I wrote this um, a week ago and you know I wrote, we've all been there. Those days that just seem to be never ending, those days filled with challenges that just when you think you've overcome one, the next one is staring right at you, right? Does that sound familiar at all, right? We've all been there, myself included, and in the past, so past Lindsay, I would have stayed there. I would have gotten stuck. I would have just assumed that this is the way it is because that's that's what I did as a teacher. I things were so I'm going to use the word bad, you know, you know you know I, you guys know I love don't love that word, but things were so I'll use challenging. Things were so challenging for me and I never saw the light at the end of the tunnel that I just assumed. I made this assumption. I let my narrative take over. And I let that narrative speak that the life of a teacher has to be challenging. That was the belief. That was the narrative that I spoke based on the experiences I was having. Now, was that wrong? I don't even want to really go there. I don't want to go right or wrong because it's neither. It's what is. But what it was not was the absolute truth. It was my reality. And I think that's what's really important. We have to be mindful of are we living our reality as the absolute truth? because most of the time, sometimes it is not, but it's our narrative, right? That we are speaking, that's spoken by both our inner champion and our inner critic. Most of the time when things are challenging, guess who's speaking louder? It's our inner critic. And we believe that to be true because our brain needs certainty to survive. Our brain does not like uncertainty, does not like to not know. We know this from the last few years. We need an answer. And if we don't have an answer, we're gonna come up with an answer with or without evidence. Which is why we can have one problem and we can have 10 people have 10 different interpretations because they are all creating evidence to support this situ to support their solution based on their own experiences. It's crazy, right? It's mind blowing. So I, I could talk about that for, for days. Maybe we'll dive into that in another episode. But ultimately I would stay there in the past. That's the point I wanted to make because that's all I knew. I would have no idea what step, next step to take. I would have given up on the day and let that day define me. And I did, right? I, I just said that, right? I let that day, that one day turn into two, three, four, 10, 50, 100. They then defined who I was as an educator, as a teacher. I made the assumption that equal sign, that teaching equaled challenging days all the time, exclamation point, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, okay? But now, now I'm focused on staying in control of defining my day, even among the challenges. And so what does that focus look like? Well, it changes and that's the beauty of it, right? So what I don't want you to think about these series is like, you do these five things, you're not gonna have challenging days. <laughs> that's not it. What I want you to understand is every day is gonna look different. 
Every situation is gonna impact you differently because how we are impacted has everything to do with how emotion, how our emotions are in check within us, that inner work that I, that I so, you know, kind of preach every single week. That's what it's all about. But what I've learned through these five that I'm gonna share here with you today are I've learned how to decompress at a faster rate so that I can have more energy and excitement for either the afternoon, for the evening, for the next day, for the next week, right? Sometimes I give myself grace. Sometimes I allow my bad day to start to kind of linger for a couple days. I have my own pity party. Yes, I do. <laughs> give yourself permission to do that. But the difference is you stay in control. No longer is it, well, I'm going to have a pity party because that's just what I do. No, now it's, man, that week was horrendous. I'm going to give myself a couple days. I'm going to just kind of be in it. And in a couple days, man, I am gonna do something to change it because I don't want to be there every day. But sometimes we gotta give ourselves that grace, right? Time, space, and grace. So that's what I'm gonna share with you. Let's dive in. So the first one I shared in this post is I keep my self-talk in check. And hopefully, again, if you've listened, if this is your first episode, I'm gonna explain a little bit, but, so welcome if it is. If you're a new listener, welcome, welcome. But if not, you know where this is coming from. Keep yourself talk in check. The language that you speak to yourself drives how you feel about yourself, which drives the actions you take for yourself. I cannot preach that enough, right? There is that connection between our language, our thoughts, and our action. And so quickly, so, so quickly, our thoughts can turn and no longer align to our highest selves. We start talking to ourselves negatively. We start beating ourselves up. We, you know, just start saying things that are not kind, right? Guys, if you would not say it to your, your kid or your best friend or somebody important to you, why the heck are you saying it to yourself? <laughs> and I say that and I laugh because I do it all the time, right? I still, this, that's why it's number one. This is one that I actively practice all the time because it's still something I, I'm challenged with. I get in my own head all the time. I beat myself up about mistakes all the time. The difference, I'm now aware of it. I will do it and then I'll say, mm, you're there again, Lindsay. That awareness, right? That awareness is key. And so on our most challenging days, it, that inner critic wants to talk real loud, right? That inner critic wants you to know, hmm, I see what you're doing. I see what you did. You might not want to try that new thing again because it didn't work this time. You should probably just go back to what you've done before. Stay safe, right? That's our brain's job after all. It's for survival, not thriving. But I don't know about you. I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. I have to make those active choices to thrive over survive, which means I've got to put myself out there. I've got to do the things that make me uncomfortable. I've got to do the things scared, get scared, and do it anyway, which means I'm going to mess up, which means I'm going to make mistakes. And it means I've got to hold myself accountable when those happen so that my inner critic doesn't take over and I quit and I give up because I don't want to do that anymore. That doesn't serve me. So I have to make sure that my own self-talk, the words I am speaking to myself are grounded in love and compassion for the person that I am, the person I'm showing up as, the person that I'm living as, because that is what's most important. So we got to keep that self-check, that self-talk in check. Now, if you're wondering how, this is literally a process that is something we have to practice in the present moment. I can't necessarily tell you something to do other than to practice remaining in control of your thoughts. 
listen to your thoughts, listen to what you are saying. Now, one thing I can tell you that helps with this is you've got to eliminate all the external noise. So one of the, the ways that you can do this is, you know, if you're driving, don't drive with the radio on. Don't drive with anything on other than just you. Now, if you're, you know, do this at a time where it's just you in the car, right? Where you can be safe, all of those things. But trying to do this when you have other information, right, coming into you, that's where it's a challenge. So practice being okay and, and falling in love almost with the, that silence. Because it's in that silence and stillness that you're gonna listen to your thoughts and see where you can make those small, simple, strategic tweaks, okay? The second thing that I do to decompress after a challenging day is I put my phone away for a certain period of time. Oh, that's a tough one, right? I love my phone, um, but my phone is also my biggest distractor. And so on those challenging days, I will try and escape, right? I will try and escape, I'll go to, down the rabbit hole of social media, and it doesn't help me, right? It ends up fueling my imposter syndrome. It ends up fueling my desire, like I haven't done enough, my people pleasing, like so many things come out of it that do not help or serve me in that moment. And they don't allow me to get back to the present moment, which is my goal, right? That's our goal is to have energy and excitement for the present moment. And so I've learned that I've had to start just putting my phone away for certain periods of time. So maybe that's right when I get home, for a couple hours, you know, I don't set or, you know, times. I think those sometimes get too arbitrary, but instead I just put it away and I really try and separate from that so I can regain control of my thoughts, of the language I'm using and how I'm feeling. The next thing I will do is make a results list from that day. So you can call this so many different things, but ultimately this is a list of the things that you have done in a day. Because on challenging days, what does our brain tell us? Our brain tells us that we haven't done enough, that we didn't do something, that we messed up on something, right? Whatever it might be. You are stronger than those thoughts. You get to stay in control of those thoughts. But sometimes we gotta prove it to those thoughts. And one way to do that is a list. So grab a post-it, grab an index card, grab a sheet of paper, grab whatever you want, grab your notes app in your phone, unless you've put it away for a little bit. And just start making a list from the time you got up to now, or for, again, for whatever length of time you wanna do, and you're gonna write down every single stinking thing that you did. Now, when you first do this, if you are like me, this is what's gonna happen. Your list is gonna have like two things on it. It's gonna say, I went to work, <laughs> I came home from work, or something like that. Like I went to work and maybe you ate lunch. You've gotta go deeper than that. Push yourself to get uncomfortable. This is just a list, no one's gonna see it. Now, when I do this list, I kid you not, guys, this is what's on my list. Like, rolled out of bed, got dressed, took a shower, washed my hair, um, you know, brushed my teeth, like every little thing. I could even go into more detail. I'm not going to do that. But like every little thing. Because what happens is you get to the bottom of the page and you're like not even at breakfast yet. And you're like, what the heck? Why am I sitting here stressing about, you know, the mistake I made in that one email I sent? When I just proved to myself 50 other things I did right today, right being in quotes, right? That I did today. It's not even about right or wrong. Like focus on that. Like let's be proud of that because those ordinary moments lead your extraordinary life. We can't get to the extraordinary things without those ordinary steps, right? So often we wait to celebrate. We celebrate the promotion, the wedding, the birth, the, you know, whatever it is. 
I don't know about you, but we don't have too many of those, right? Like I have two kids, so I had two births, right? I got, I luckily, I mean, I, I, I got married once, right? Nothing to say if you've got married a couple more times, like totally fine, not, not my point. My point is that those things do not happen every day. So if we are waiting for those to happen, guys, we're gonna be waiting a really, really long time. So I want you to stop waiting and I want you to fall in love with the ordinary moments that get you to those extraordinary moments. And part of that is giving yourself credit for all the things you do in a day. Now, you don't have to make this list every day. I mean, you can, but you don't need to. We're talking about those days. We're talking about the challenging days where your brain is telling you you didn't do anything right. You kind of suck at life today. You guys know what time, what days I'm talking about, okay? Make your list. Remind yourself what you did do throughout the day so you can counteract all those thoughts that are telling you where you messed up or what you didn't do. All right, number four. Pick an item from my caring for myself list. Now this one does take a little bit of pre-work, right? Proactive work, in, in which means you've got to have your list. Now, I, I don't love the term self-care. It's not that I don't mind it. I just prefer, I prefer to flip it. And I prefer to talk about caring for yourself. I want to put the emphasis on what I want to accomplish, which is caring. I want to care for me, right? Self-care, Again, a lot of people have that connotation that then it's selfish, which is not true, right? So that's the only reason I call it a caring for myself list. And I share that because a couple people reached out and asked. And they're like, is this different from self-care? Like, what is this? I'm like, no, it's the same. I just define it differently so that it serves me. So what does this list look like? This is literally a list on things that I do that show care for myself. And it has everything and anything on it from calling a friend, reading a book, um, doing a face mask, doing my nails, taking a bath, taking a shower, um, going for a walk, eating water, eating water, drinking water, eating a snack, um, you name it, it's on there. Like anything that shows me that I care for myself. Because here's what I noticed. When I'm having really tough days, I don't want to care for myself. I want to go down the rabbit hole of woe is me. I want the pity party that is naturally within me what my mind wants. And I could sit there and be like, oh, that, yep, here we go again. No, we're not gonna do that. I'm gonna say, what do I want? I want to feel empowered. I wanna feel inspired. I wanna feel compassionate. Like, what do I want? And then I'm gonna pick something from my list that aligns to that, that aligns to the feeling I want to feel so that I'm now using my caring actions proactively rather than trying to escape what happened. Because guys, at the end of the day, I can't escape what happened. It happened. <laughs> I can try and run, 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 run from it. And we do it all the time, but it still happened. <laughs> I still sent that email with a mistake or I still um, got yelled at by that parent or I still like that happened. I can't change that. But what I can change is my feeling heading into the future, right? By focusing on the present moment so that I'm ready for what's next. And I can do that by making that list and going from there. All right, the last thing is I release the emotion before bed and set the intention for a new day ahead. So before I go to bed, I get real, real aware of what I'm feeling. Where is that anger? Where is that resentment, that defeat? Whatever I'm feeling, what is it, right? That awareness. And then where am I feeling it? And I allow myself to release it. And I do this really simply through quiet meditation, through quiet breathing, time by myself, 
And I simply just tell myself, it's time to release this anger. I will do some breathing. It's And I keep that mantra going, it is time. This anger has served me. I've learned the lesson. If I have, if I haven't, then I simply say that to myself. I continue to learn the lessons. I will continue to understand the lessons. But right now, I am releasing this anger. This anger is no longer serving me. And I work to release it. Now, this takes practice, yes. This did not happen overnight. I still am challenged sometimes. Sometimes I'm still going to bed with a little bit of anger on my heart, right? But I'm still practicing it. I'm still showing up and I'm still doing what I can do. And it's helping me, right? I set the intention then for an amazing night of sleep. I set the intention for the next day's activities and I get to bed. This is not an all-exclusive list, right? This is not the list. This is Lindsay's list that I want to share with you because I know, right, if you are an educator listening, you're gonna have challenging days. If you're a human being listening, you're gonna have challenging days. That's just the way that life works. Um, we don't know the good without the bad, right? We don't know the highs without the lows. We live in this world of duality. And so we can start to appreciate the highs and the lows because without the lows, we don't have the highs, right? And so when we do that and we can honor where we're at and we can honor all the things, we can also be prepared. And that's what I hope today's episode gave to you is some things to think about, some things to consider, maybe some steps to take um, so that you too can help decompress um, yourself after a challenging day. Um, and we're gonna end with that. We're gonna end with that defining moment, which is I want you to pick one of these and to try it out if you have a challenging day. Or I want you to create your own decompression list, right? So often we rely on our memory. And again, I don't know about you, but after a day at work, I don't have much of a memory. <laughs> I don't have much left in the tank until I do some of these things to refuel my tank. But I might not come up with these right away, which is partly why, selfishly, I posted this thing so that I have that reminder to go back and look at when I'm having that tough day or that challenging day. And so that's my hope for you too. So either try one of these out or create your own list. Put it in your phone, put it on a post-it, put it where you're gonna see it so that when you, if slash when, you have a challenging day, you are ready. You've got your steps, you've got your tools, and you are ready to take back control and continue to define the day based on you, not based on somebody else or some actions that happened earlier in the day. All right, Whew, we did it, there we go. So I so hope you found that helpful. If you did, would you please um, go on and rate, review, leave a leave all that good information um, on Apple Podcasts, share it out on social media, um, even tag someone if you think they would benefit. Um, I love sharing you know, all things mindset and behavior and all that with you. Um, and so you know, if there's something you wanna learn about, something you want me to chat on, just let me know. You can head to my website, defineuniversity.com and click on the podcast, scroll down, you got it right there. Or just come hang out with me on social media, um, primarily on Facebook and Instagram lately, so you can find me there. Um, but just know, I'm thinking about you, I'm sending light, I'm sending love, and uh, you keep on being you. So trust in who you are, honor who you are, own who you are. Those are all going to help you define who you are each and every day. And I will talk to you next week. See you soon, everybody. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.